This message comes from NPR sponsor State Farm. In the market for small business insurance, State Farm agents can help you create a personalized plan that fits your business needs and budget. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Okay, we're going to spend the next few minutes talking about the consequences of the foreign military aid going into Ukraine. And for that, I'm joined by Barry Pavel. He is the director of the Scowcroft Center for Strategy and Security at the Atlantic Council. He worked on the National Security Council under Presidents Bush and Obama. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Thank you. My pleasure. Where do you see U.S. military aid going into Ukraine making the most substantive difference on the ground right now? Well, I think we're right now in, in, in what I would call sort of a manufacturing and resupply race at this point. The, the two sides are pretty entrenched. And to me, the key question is whether Russia can resupply and rearm its military forces faster than the United States, its NATO allies and others can supply, train uh, where it's necessary and, and enable the transport of weapons and ammunition so the Ukrainian forces can use those weapons. The weapons are changing also as the, as the warfare terrain is changing. And so this is really a, a different phase than the initial phase. This is really about resupply training and, and, and ensuring that each side um, gets, uh, is, is using the weapons that it needs in this new terrain. Explain what is so complicated and challenging about just getting the weapons into Ukraine, about those transfers. Well, it's, it's a lot. And, um, you know, we don't know the details and we shouldn't look, look to the details too much. But uh, some of the uh, systems the Ukrainians are already trained on, so they're, especially the Soviet era systems and the U.S. And, and NATO allies have been supplying a lot of that. Uh, but there's some um, other systems where, um, where they do need some training. So that training needs to be conducted somewhere. Uh, the supply needs to be given to the Ukrainian forces somewhere. And then the transport uh, across uh, the vast expanse of Western Ukraine, which one would assume there's only a few options. It's by air where that's necessary, but especially for heavy equipment, that's not possible. So then it's railway and it's roads. And so for railway, you, you, you know, each side knows what's going on here. And so you're seeing them try to weaken the other side's efforts. You see Russia starting to attack railway hubs. Uh, yeah. We've seen that over the last week. And, and to me, that's very, very concerning. You've seen some fuel depots uh, um, go up, you know, explosions at fuel depots in, in Russia, um, where uh, to me, it looks like the Ukrainians are targeting, you know, critical logistics uh, uh, hubs and lines and supplies. So how, do, how, does the, how, do you, how does Ukraine protect its railway hubs? Right. Is it missile defenses? Is it air defenses? Uh, is there, are there other routes? So I think that's really an important question going I wanna, forward. I want to ask, the UK's defense ministry is out with a new assessment saying a quarter, 25% of Russian troops engaged in Ukraine are now, quote, combat ineffective. How did that happen? The Ukrainians are just mounting a valiant uh, and very agile defense. They, in the first phase, they were moving forces where they were needed. They were countering these, these uh, Russian offensive, offensives. And so um, I, I think it's just been a really effective and no doubt with some support from, uh, from NATO and, and, and the West. But I think it's been a very, very effective defense uh, effort that has really stymied the Russians, but um, it's, this is not over. And Russia has numerical superiority, um, but the Ukrainians, I think, have, have a lot more on their side. So I'm, I'm, I'm relatively 
uh, optimistic that the Russians will not achieve their goals, and their goals are to push as far westward from where they are in the east as possible. Uh, Let me ask you, last week, Russia sent a letter to the U.S., and according to the Washington Post, the letter said that U.S. and NATO weapons shipments to Ukraine were, quote, adding fuel to the conflict and that there would be, quote, unpredictable consequences. I mean, Putin has said as much uh, since the beginning of this war. Are you surprised that Russia hasn't retaliated in a big way yet against countries militarily supporting Ukraine? No, I, I, I'm not. I'm not one of those who's, uh, there, there are many who are somewhat hysterical about uh, all the Russian threats, including the nuclear threats. I'm, I'm not one of those. Um, Putin knows what NATO military capabilities are. He respects NATO military capabilities. He's got his hands full with fighting Ukraine. He does not want another fight with a much, much, much larger and more capable set of forces. So I think we should take those threats seriously. Um, don't ignore them completely, but I don't consider them to be significant and, and that meriting a, a new type of response. Barry Pavel of the Atlantic Council, thank you so much. My pleasure. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. (laughs) Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.